Numbers 21. And let's read from verse 12. Numbers chapter 21, verse 12. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zared. From thence they removed and pitched on the other side of Arnon, which is in the wilderness that cometh out of the coast of the Amorites. For Arnon is the border of Moab, between Moab and the Amorites. Wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, what he did in the Red Sea and in the brooks of Arnon, and that the stream of the brooks that goeth down to the dwelling of Ar, and lieth upon the border of Moab. And from thence they went to Beer, that is the well whereof the Lord spake unto Moses, gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing ye unto it. The princes digged the well, the nobles of the people digged it, by the direction of the lawgiver, with their staves, and from the wilderness, they went to Matanah. Let's stop there. You know, sometimes you read through some things, and just by the way, as Israel are moving, they're starting to feel dry. They're starting to see just desert. I wonder how many of us feel dry at times. Feel like life is... Our spiritual life become like a desert. And the people are looking for more water. And water in the scripture speaks of the Spirit. The Spirit of God. And they're looking for more water. And look at what it says here. They're trying to encourage the people on. Even through a dry time. It's not a time to lie down and die. It's not a time to give up and don't go on. It's a time to keep going till God says, here you dig and I will give you water. In our spiritual lives, it's like that. Maybe you're, you're going through a dry time where you're finding it hard. Lord, what's next? What's next? What's next? Lord, I want more, but I feel so carnal. Lord, I, I, I can't get the breakthrough. Uh, my prayer life, Lord, is my prayers being heard? Are they even being answered at all? Do you know where I am? Can you see what's happening? And this can happen, bring you to a dry wilderness of your spiritual experience in your life. And so until the Lord shows you, here's the water. So tonight the Lord wants to show you where you dig to find your water. Where to dig to find water. Notice what it says. They keep on traveling. And verse 14 says, Wherefore, it is said in the book of the Wars of the Lord. Now, let's stop there for a minute. What is that book? The Wars of the Lord. The book of the Wars of the Lord. Do you know that that it's a lost book? We don't really have it. Some say there's a small parchment that they believe they've found off it. Some say it's the book of Joshua. Joshua is mentioned in the scriptures. But yet, if you read the book of Joshua, I'm not saying to go and read these things. You don't. These are not... um, they're not inspired, but Joshua, book of Joshua, the book of Enoch, 
or Enos, is all mentioned in Scripture. And those books, they can give you historical benefits. So what is the Wars of the Lord? Wars of the, Lord the book of the War of the Lord is actually mentioned in the book of Joshua, so I don't believe it's the book of Joshua at all. Some say it was a poetic book about singing. And what God had done in song, you sing it in song. Remember, it says here about what the Lord did, bringing them through the Red Sea. What did God do bringing them through the Red Sea? What happened on the other side was they started to praise the Lord for what he had done. They started to praise him for the sea went on two heaps. They came in dry land. And remember, uh, Miriam got her tablets out and next thing they're, they're dancing with their cymbals and they're singing and, and they're, they're worshiping the Lord. And, and those things were all marked down. And many times, I think I remember, I think it was Aaron mentioned this too when I was away a couple of weeks ago. What they did was they, 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 they notched their staves when something peculiar and particular happened. And it became their diary. It became a diary where they would look at it. And that would remind them of certain times. Now that's not the book of the wars of the Lord, but here we notice they're starting to dig with staves. Now, the book of the wars of the Lord, there's different uh, ideas about it. But nevertheless, it's, uh, many think it's poetic. It's nearly like psalmodic, like the Psalms are. And if that be so, and even the singing, it makes, it makes sense to me. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm uh, the, the authority in it here, but I'm not. But the books of the word of the Lord is actually mentioned in the book of Joshua. So it can't be the book of Joshua to me. But rather, it's something different. Now, notice what it says. What he did in the Red Sea and the brooks of Arnon, at the stream of the brooks that goeth down to the dwelling of Ar, and lieth upon the border of Moab. So all these times, there's something significant has happened. And it's like experiences that are special with God. Do you know those times that experiences have been so special with God that you've notched, as it were, your staff of your heart? The staff in your mind. And the idea of that is, is for you to understand that the God who brought that special and uh, miraculous experience to you before is the same God tonight who can still bring through miraculous experience again. That is the same and he hasn't changed. So what they're doing here is Moses is saying, you know what, remember what God has done. And if we don't know what the book of the wars of the Lord is, and if it's psalmodic or if it's a singing book, whatever it may be, it's to remind them that God is still with them. That he is still for them. That he is not against them. And that he loves them. So you and I are going to look at what happens when we realize our God is still with us. Our God is still for us. God is not against us, and that he loves us. In the driest wilderness, in the hardest of times. Again, I was just reading this afternoon, and this came to me, and I thought, Lord, I'm going to give that to your people tonight. Now listen to this. Verse 16. And from thence they went to bear, that is, the well whereof the Lord spake unto Moses. So now they get to this place where there's meant to be water. Here is a well. The Lord spake of it to Moses. And they get there and there's no water. All they can see is sand, dust, dirt, rubble, maybe tumbleweed bush. Who knows what they're saying? 
And that's all they can see. But that's not what God has for them. That's what you need to understand in the things that you go through. You might see the sand and the dryness and the barrenness and the tumbleweed, as it were, and the gravel and the grit of it and the rocks, and nothing nothing can grow out of this. But you need to see past the sand. See past it and say, well, Lord, you've said it would be here. So I believe you. Here's what I've written down. I haven't any notes. I just wrote that in the flyleaf when I seen it. I thought, this came to me and I thought, I'm going to write that. This is what I've written. It is contrary to all reason to expect water in a sand pit. And foolish to expect to dig a well with sticks in the sand. Now, I don't know about you, but if you ever try to dig dry sand, it just falls in on itself again. It just keeps falling in. And it would exhaust you trying to get any depth in it. Isn't that right? Here we have Moses saying, we're going to dig here. Why? Because in verse 16, he says, gather the people together and I will give them water. And I will. So this is what I wrote then after that. Yet they sing of what they cannot see because they believe the promise I will give them water. They digged and they sang and hidden refreshment was given unto them just as God had said. Now there's hidden refreshment for you tonight. There's hidden refreshment for this meeting. There's hidden refreshment, not just for now, but to take with you. To bring with you into tomorrow night's ladies' fellowship. Hidden refreshment for you to take with you when you go home. Anointing the spring of living water in you. What do we have to do? But I feel dry. I feel barren. I'm carnal and I'm just going through it. And my mind's not on it. Listen, it's not about you. It's about his promise. Believe in him and take in him at his word. Notice what happens. He gathers the people together. I will give them water. Verse 17. Then Israel sang this song. That's why I believe it may be more poetic singing from the, 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 the Lord, uh, the wars of the Lord, or the book of the, the, the wars of the Lord. Because now he says, well, what do you do? Remember this book and then start singing. What do you mean sing? When I feel like this, sing when there's Nothing but gravel and sand and the ground. What do you mean sing? <coughs> Start singing. But then he says something else. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well. Sing ye unto it. So what Israel are doing now, they're looking at this sandy pit of a filled in well. Well, there seems there's nothing can happen. There's no miracle to take place. There's nothing can grow. And all they have is the promise of God. Well, guess what? That's more than enough. It's more than enough. No matter what the terrain is like, no matter what the grounding's like, no matter how dry the soul is, you start to sing on to it. Singing to the Spirit within you. Christian, do you hear me? Start to sing. Start to let the well come. Now, sometimes when it's clogged up, the well doesn't come up on its own. You need to work at it. 
need to work at it. I'm just going to stand and sing here. I'm not going to bother even trying. Here I am, sure, if you want me, here it is. No, no. Listen to what happens. The princes dig the well. And the nobles of the people digged it by the direction of the lawgiver. With their staves, here is their memory, their remembrance of every notch in that. Well, he has done it before as they dig it into the sand. And it's all caving in on top of itself again. They're maybe pulling out a few old stones and bits of rubble and bramble and bush. And next thing, they're digging the old dry sand again. And all you hear is, keep singing. Keep singing. It keeps caving in on itself. Keep digging. We're wasting our time. Who wants to dig in sand? Give us a spade or a shovel even. Give us something that will lift more. Says, no, this is what God has placed in your hands. This is what God has given you. You're now having notches in the stave. And in that is your diary, as it were. You're going to remember when God has come through for you before every single time and all the things that he's done, the wonders of the Red Sea. And he starts to bring them all back to the time when God worked great miracles, saying he is the same tonight as he is way back at the Red Sea. He says, I dig. I just keep digging, but it keeps getting on itself. So they just keep digging. And they just keep digging. And they're saying, keep singing. Keep digging. Spring up, oh well, they sing. Now see the word here for spring up? <clears throat> Excuse me, it's the word Allah. That's not as in the Muslim God, Allah. Okay, it just means to rise up. And it means rise, mount, come. You're calling it. Come on. Increase, ascend. That's what it means. So they're actually singing this. Sing on to it, Lord. Sing songs that causes the spirit to rise. David encourages himself in the Lord when he's at Siglach. And he comes back and all the people are taken. And he's out trying to fight the Lord's wars. And next thing he comes back, everybody's taken. And their wives are taken. And Israel turning him, they're going to stone him to death. What does he do? He says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. He started to sing a psalm to the God whom he knew came through before. Saying, you're the same tonight as you are then. Sing on to it. We're going to sing in a few more. Sing on to your heart. Sing on to the Lord, but you're singing. Come on. You're going, I'm entering in. I, I, but see, see if I really sing out loud, people may hear me. Never mind, people hearing you. It's the Lord hearing you. See if I was to raise my hands in worship, I'd, I'd be mortified if somebody seen me doing that. What? I'd be more worried about the Lord seeing me not doing it. I'd be more concerned about it. If I broke out into tongues... I think, I think I, my, I take a heart attack. Praise God, he'll raise you up again. Don't worry about it. Just keep going on with it. It's not right. Sing on to it. Let the Spirit move in you. It's the well within you. Now, I'm not going to go into this tonight. I'll do another study, a deeper study sometime. Isaiah 12 speaks of drawing water out of the wells of salvation. You know what you're doing? You're drawing waters out of the well of... Uh, the word salvation, I touched on it on Sunday night, is Yeshua. The Hebrew word for Jesus. Drawing water out of Jesus. Drawing the Holy Ghost. We don't need to draw him. That's old covenant. He's placed it in us. Just the rubbish that fills our lives. Uh, the disillusionment. Listen, I've had people, and they're not really... They're not really saying, meaning anything wrong, but I've had people on the phone in the last couple of days, even people who I have known, 
online and thought, I'm going to watch what they spoke on there. And I hold them in, a, in quite high esteem. And they've got on, they've started saying about, oh, God, it's running down the Pentecost and the gifts of the Spirit. And I, I run it down, but disbelieving it more. And I'm saying, no, this is what's wrong with us. We need to sing unto the well. We need to be saying, spring up, Holy Spirit. Come on, come out of us. Speak through us, Holy Ghost. Don't worry about who's in front of you and behind you. Someone phoned me today and says, oh, you know something, um, uh, I'll have to watch what I say here. You know something, I, I was going to come to the meeting tonight and uh, I, I'm not really Pentecostal. They know me like, well, I says, well, sure, you don't have to be. I know, but sometimes I think it's great whenever I hear the tongue, the interpretation. I, I think it's great, but to be honest, I, there's a few people I'm friendly with and they don't really like you because you're a Pentecostal. <laughs> That's what they said. And I says, well, they're the ones with a problem, not me. <laughs> they're the ones with a problem. And forget about Pentecostal. It's about a man and woman with the Spirit of God in them. That's what it is. That's the label we talk of. It's a man and a woman with the Spirit. You know, and we're digging. Get your stave out. Remember what God has done. I know I'm going through it now. I know, but remember what God has done. Remember how God has touched you or healed you or blessed you or come and met with you in other times? And you say, but Lord, I haven't experienced that in such a long time. Well, here's the thing. Tonight's your night. Tonight's the night. Reach out and touch the Lord. Let the Spirit well up in you. Spring up a well within my soul. They're digging with staves. This is never going to work. And the idea is they're not just all singing one song together. One of them's getting tired, so he starts to sing to his mate. Starts to sing what the Lord has done. For thou art good, O Lord. He is greatly to be praised. And all starts to sing. And he's going, yes, he is. And he starts to get encouragement. And next thing, when he gets tired, he's going, oh, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that was with me, bless his holy. And he starts to dig. That's the idea of it, you know. Even when we're playing and just the music's there and we're, uh, and we're even just coming to a close. Don't be afraid to sing unto the Lord. Don't be afraid to speak out and praise him. Because listen, sometimes we come to a prayer meeting and it's like a dry stick. It's the Spirit of the Lord. He says, here's the notches everywhere. Remember your mind. I'll finish with this. Um, in Hebrews chapter 11, it's around verse 21, 22, around there. This is what it says. And Jacob blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped by leaning upon his staff. Now, obviously Jacob is old, so you can imagine him on a staff. But that's not the real context of it. I've heard people saying, you know what he did? He leant on the end of his bedstead. Do you honestly think he had a bedstead? <laughs> Probably had a, a bale of hay put together with a blanket on it. It means he comes with his staff, and this is how he worships. Ephraim and Manasseh, the sons of Joseph, are there. Remember, he crosses his hands, does the multiplication sign, blessing of a nation on a company or a commonwealth of nations. Just throw that out there. <laughs> Multiply, he says, we're going to multiply and fill the earth. Do you know why he does that in faith? Here he has the staff in his hand, and as he looks at it, he worships because he's an old man that's full of notches. 
Oh, you done it there. Remember, you kept me there. You blessed me there. Oh, there's where the lottery was from heaven to earth. That's where I saw the Lord on the top of him and then coming down with the angels. And there, there Lord, is where you, you, you kept me safe from my own brother. Lord, I remember you came here. Remember there, Lord. I remember the pillar stone. Keeps going on. But see that one? I wrestled with you all night. So know what he does then? He's starting to worship and the well is springing up within him. He's starting to worship and he lays hands on the boys. And if you remember, Joseph goes to, to change his hands over. To say, oh, no, no, uh, Manasseh's the oldest. He should get the right hand. And Ephraim should get the left, but he crosses them over right hand on Ephraim. He says, no, no, he'll be first. <laughs> he'll be the commonwealth of the company of nations, but this one will be great. I know what I'm doing, son, he says. And he worships the Lord because of what is written on the staff. They're digging the well. And they're looking, as they're looking, they can't help but miss the notches in the staff or the stave. Can't help it. God, you're the same. I know you're still there. I know you're still with us. I know you still love me. I know that you're for me. I know you're not against me. You've said it, Lord, if we gather, we're gathered, Lord. You've said if we dig, Lord. You've said if we sing that the water will spring up, then suddenly, boom, out comes the water. Out comes the water. Mama, worship the Lord.